Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and today we have Tamara Bellotti with us, and she is a, she's been nominated for a Game Changer Award, and we're so excited that she's going to spend a few minutes with us today telling us about the amazing work platform passion that she has for helping animals and humans in tough situations. So Tamara, congratulations on your Game Changer nomination, and we're so excited to learn more about the amazing work that you're doing. Thank you. Um, should I go? <laughs> I do. So, so I have a lot of questions for you, but why don't you start, okay. Tamara, with telling, telling people a little bit about how you discovered the need that ultimately has turned into your passion, hobby, job, vocation, your yeah. life. But there probably is there probably was a pivotal moment when you realized this isn't being done and someone needs to do it. Yeah. Well, back in 2005, I bought a farm. That was my dream and my passion, sustainable agriculture. Um, Mm. And of course, I had to make a living. (laughs) So here I am in Virginia on this 30-acre farm. And my background is business and marketing. So I, I wanted to come up with something that would integrate with my hobby, the things that I wanted to do, that I was passionate about. So I began um, boarding dogs long-term for military deployed and families in Mm -hmm. transition. And it it really took off. Um, We started with just a few cabins. Actually, I started in my house. We started adding cabins. We have a unique style of boarding. So it's not runs, it's cabins. They can freely go in and out. Um, It's 30 acres, lots of stuff to do. So here I was uh, boarding dogs and it had just grew. Um, We do a lot of military deployed. So there was a network of that. Hmm. Dogs that would board anywhere from three months to two years sometimes. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and Tamara, did you, when you say you have unique boarding, I'm envisioning a farm and board, I'm envisioning that the dogs have a pretty, when I say a, a free life, that it's not the traditional chain link indoor outdoor run. I have a feeling things are done a little different at your farm. Well, when you first invited me for the interview, I wanted to do it on my phone <laughs> and kind of take you around because yeah, really- a tour. It really is uh, a unique concept, but with the dogs excited and barking and I wanted to make sure we had good audio. Um, So what does it look like? There's cabins, cute cabins are all insulated, climate controlled. Um, They each have their own dog yard. They can freely go in and out into their yard. And we have a lot of these. (laughs) 
And then we have huge fence pastures for running and enrichment. We also do dog training. Uh, so we have a training building. And uh, we, you know, as a, sorry, going into this for so many years and having dogs for long periods of time, I began to research and get into canine holistics, um, how to feed them affordably, how to keep them healthy, because nothing brings more joy to an owner who's in stressful circumstances such as deployment mm -hmm. than to log onto our Facebook page and see their dogs thriving. Yeah. So that was very important to me. And I continued to learn more and more, you know, following people like you and, uh, you know, other platforms that talk about dog nutrition and learning um, from doing it, from actually doing it. Um, we have, we never close. I mean, obviously we're always open. We have dog enrichment, dog training. Um, a couple of years ago, we started getting more and more into dog food and supplements. Um, I'm not sure where else to go with, oh, so that's the profit side. And we do have a nonprofit side, Haven Mia Bella. And what we do is launch fundraisers to make boarding affordable for military deployed or families in transition. Maybe somebody is, needs to go into drug rehab, domestic violence, you know, one of these situations where they have to be away from their dog and they can afford very little or sometimes nothing at all. So Haven Miabella yeah. steps in to help with that. But we also do regular boarding. And so, but in both situations, maybe with the rescue, I shouldn't say it's long-term boarding. Maybe it could be if there's a homeless situation. But do you also then take animals if there is this urgent, sudden need? Maybe a domestic abuse, I guess, would come to mind. You're able to, to keep those animals safe in, in a loving environment until the situation resolves. Uh, is that funded that by, primarily through donations, I would assume? Yes. Um, yeah. That's where we added the nonprofit later because there was a need. And although we, we are a profit organization um, offering discounts, sometimes, I mean, there was just money that needed to be made to be able to help yeah. these people. Right. Uh, and then you have dogs that come in um, which is one of the reasons why I started following you a long time ago was you have dogs coming in that have health issues. And a lot of it is related to food, um, pharmaceutical, just general health issues. So we wanted to help with that. And of course that costs money. Uh, and a lot of times the owners couldn't afford, afford it. Right. Right. Or even the, the upgrades in food and supplements to be able to get their dogs healthy. And we yeah. still, we still continue to do that or help them with that even after they go home, because sometimes they're just building their lives back. Sure. Or, or there's a situation where the dog just needs a lot more. 
and they can't afford it. (laughs) It's really, it's really fantastic. And that is in that situation, you're twofold. Um, those, those people are probably in situations where they don't have the time, energy, resources to learn themselves, to educate themselves by you gifting them what's needed to improve their animal's health. That's a gift to them in a whole different way because by stabilizing, improving, enhancing the well-being of their animals, those animals from, for, for, for people in both of those situations, either being deployed in a highly stressful situation or finding yourself a victim of domestic abuse or, or homelessness, those are, those are situations where you need help and what you're doing by nourishing and improving the well-being of those animals. Those animals are the lifelines for many of the people that yeah. you are coming in contact with. And you, you are preserving that lifeline, which is, I think, probably no better gift on the planet than, than that, which is really good. When you get up in the morning, what do you love most about the work that you're doing? Well, it's a farm and it's gorgeous, beautiful. I would love to show you sometime and take you around because we have unique, beautiful stories. Um, We have a couple dogs there that have been with us for a while. Um, She became homeless. She still lives in a homeless uh, shelter. She has health issues. There's and of course COVID, la 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 la, you know, but her dogs are her lifeline. So being able to send her videos and pictures and, you know, seeing the work that we do, seeing dogs come and then even as little as 30 days, seeing their health, their attitude, just everything enriched. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're big on not just food and supplements, but also exercise, enrichment, all the things that are, give structure and love and balance to a dog, any animal for that matter. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, and I, I like being, knowing that I'm not just helping dogs, but I'm helping the entire family. I'm keeping yeah. the connection. And because we've gained so much popularity worldwide because we have dogs coming in back from deployment or different situations. I'm able to teach people how to better take care of their dogs. And I have people that email me or text me years later and thank me. Uh, Their dogs Mm -hmm. are thriving and doing well. The other neat thing um, that I think happens inadvertently is by reestablishing the health of an animal and having the guardian watch that process. It's, it can be quite inspiring for people to begin to take care of their own health and well-being in a way that they may not have thought about, but because they're seeing it in their animal that they so dearly love. A lot of times, once the animal's health can be restored, people think, you know what, maybe I should take better care of myself because I thought my animal was sick and was not going to make it or, you know, it was going to not live this long. The fact that my animal is thriving, I'm going to take better care of myself. It can be inspiring. I, I, the statement I say is health can sometimes travel up the leash, which I also think Absolutely. is a real possibility with, with what you're doing. Absolutely. Uh, we had a dog. Uh, this is two years ago that was severely obese. Mm-hmm. Um, his owner had lost his job. 
I mean, there were lots of things that probably led up to that. Not only his dog's health, but his own. He was a, a star on our page. People watched him and he lost 30 or 35 pounds in four months. Uh, gained mobility. There were so many things that, that helped him. And it changed the owner's life. I mean, both of them, they started walking, taking supplements, eating better. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. And we have seen yeah. that happen quite a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes animals are the best role models for us for lots of reasons. They don't criticize us. They're always supportive. But because we can see the transformation so vividly in our animal, in our animal patients and our animal friends and our animal family members, oftentimes that's the best motivation is just seeing a life being transformed in front of your eyes. That's incredibly powerful. Those are silent, powerful testimonies that animals give us on a regular basis, which is amazing. If you could, Tamara, let the world know one thing. What, just one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, actually, that, that's, that is a great question. I have to assume that there's lots of life lessons that you have learned doing what you're doing. But if you could share one thing that you've learned mm -hmm. or that it's important that others know about the work that you're doing, what would it be? Well, uh, there's actually two, Karen. Um, one is don't be intimidated by everything you read on Facebook and the internet. Mm. You know, raw feeding isn't for everyone it's it's not affordable um and you can still keep your dog healthy by using the right foods and supplements and whole foods yeah that's yeah. that's a big message one that i'm i talk about in my group and online all the time because people yeah. feel intimidated yeah the other is to have a pet trust uh which is so important to have it in your will so that you're, I mean, we serve as pet trusts. We have quite a few on file. And if an owner unexpectedly dies, we dispatch to pick up their pet and take care of their pet for the rest of their days. I can't tell you how many times in rescue I see uh, dogs that had lived and loved families mm -hmm. who, whose owners passed away and all of a sudden they're in a shelter. Um, yep. Th those two things devastating yeah th those two things are big for me uh especially nutrition nutrition and there's so many groups and information out there and i have owners coming to me all the time frustrated because they can't afford it yep um, they you hear all these bad things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and I think sometimes overwhelming. In fact, Rodney and I just are finishing writing a book right now called The Forever Dog for this exact okay. reason. I have found in my 20, almost 25 years of being a veterinarian that people think that health is all or nothing. They yeah. have to do everything and they have to do everything right. And they have to do everything right, right now. And it's too overwhelming. So instead of just doing what makes sense in their brain or what they feel comfortable doing or what they can afford to do. Some people say, I'm just not going to change anything. I don't know what to do and I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm just going to do nothing. And I couldn't agree with you more that the biggest 
the biggest important thing for all of us to do is to do something tiny little baby steps. Like when we chop the bottom and the top off the carrot, those pieces that we don't eat, that's free food for the dogs that are standing around you. Like, Oh, please share. And they feel there are ways. Yeah. Yes, they do. They feel guilty and this affects their own health. I mean, I see it all the time. People that are stressed out because they love their dogs so much. So much. Like you said, it's their lifeline. It's their family. They want to do the best thing for them. And, but you know, they need good solid education that meets their lifestyle and their needs. They do. And they also need to not feel judged. They need to not feel like you're not doing enough. And I think they need a supportive community where they can feel comfortable saying, I I don't, I can't afford any better food than this. And I don't feel comfortable doing this, this, and this. So meet me where I'm at to do the best I can with, with where I'm at. The most important thing we can do for people just entering our wellness community is to love them and support them unconditionally and meet them where they're at, because that's how they become believers and what they don't yet know to be true, but they have just enough faith to try it because they want to see the health of their animals improve. So I love the fact that you are doing that, that you're meeting these people where they're at to to supply the best information you can, but also open the door to one step in the right direction and then another step in the right direction. It's a really good way to build our community, but most importantly, to transform lives one decision at a time, one mouthful or biteful of healthier food at a time. So I just love that. If people wanted Tamara to learn more about who you are and what you're doing, where what's the website that they would go to, or where I'm sure your social media uh, uh, is. I, I have so much platforms. going on. Uh, yeah. My main website from the farm is Dancing Creek Farm. Dancing Creek Farm. Uh, I have a group and a page, Advanced Holistic Dog. Uh, no D, just advanced holistic dog, and our nonprofit, which is Haven Mia Bella. And you could pretty much search this on Facebook or online, really. Um, I, I do want to say one last thing, uh, a thank you to you, mm. because I do feel like people like us collectively, um, you know, helping people, like you said, not judging, helping people that it starts to change the industry because you see a lot of, I mean, pet food companies are pressured to do better. And we've seen a lot of changes in the last 10 years. I know you have, uh, I have, Mm -hmm. and this is important Mm -hmm. to be able to work with that uh, without judgment, with a lot of care and compassion. Yeah. And isn't it beautiful that, a collective international body of wildly passionate pet parents, health and wellness advocates are able to come together and educate pet lovers enough to (laughs) each other. Yeah, and enough to apply loving, gentle, wise pressure to an industry where we're fighting for more transparency and healthier products, cleaner foods, more biologically appropriate foods. I think it's really wonderful that it's the passion of the people that is shifting the industry for the better. And I love that. And I love that you're a part of it. And I love that you are 
educating the beautiful souls that you are coming in contact with about how they can take the next step in making better choices to improve overall well-being and longevity for the animals that they love so dearly. So I love what you're doing and I'm so appreciative for the work that you're doing with animals. Thank you. It was so nice to meet you. You're one of my idols. 